Welcome to the 82nd episode of Solid Rock. I'm Nicole Blazik. Today is July 28th. How are you guys doing? I hope you're doing good and enjoying. Well, if you're in the upper Midwest, like we are in Wisconsin, it has been pretty steamy and hot. We'd even know we'd say that when we're mostly chilly half the time, but it has been so hot and sticky. I feel like I'm in the South. So if you live in the South and you're listening to this, I can identify with you that hot, sticky, muggy feeling that you feel a lot of the time. (laughs) Oh my goodness, I can't believe how quickly the summer is going by so fast. I'm already working on school stuff. I can't even believe it. We're almost at the beginning of August, and then it's already time. If you're a teacher, you already shift gears and start to be thinking about school and what you're going to be doing and planning and all those things. Or um, if you have kids going to school, you're thinking about what you need for school supplies and what teachers you have. Uh, or if you're homeschooling, you're preparing your curriculum and things like that. Or if you have someone like me going off to college who's so excited, but yet their heart is trying to be prepared to send your child off to college. So um, that's all happening for us within the next few weeks. So life is changing, a lot of transitions, and a lot of things that are going on right now as we prepare. Um, The fall is coming soon. So we're in that kind of that transition phase. I just want to thank everybody. I'm so grateful and thankful for you um, because I get to have this platform and um, be able to share about Jesus Christ and what he's doing and how he's working in my life and in the lives of others in their ministries. So I really appreciate you sharing the podcast. The more people get to hear about the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is the main purpose of this podcast. It's to encourage people in their walk and most importantly, share the good news of Jesus Christ. And we pray for people to be saved and come to know who he is and have a personal relationship with him. I know my last podcast has been about a month and I was praying and asking God, what did he want me to say? And did he put anybody he wanted me to have in the podcast on? And he didn't say anything. So what I do is I wait. I wait until he gives me something to say until he tells me what he wants me to talk about or a person that he wants me to have on. And the Lord put on my heart to talk about the importance of parents discipling, which means to train our children, training our children in the faith. Our children, the next generation, are in the crosshairs of a great war that is waging. The enemy of our souls is fighting for them and pulling out every scheme, strategy, device, and wile to get a hold of them. If they have given their life to Jesus, he cannot have their souls, but he can try to delay, cause distraction, mess with their purposes and with their destinies. That is why as a follower of Jesus Christ, it is imperative that we train up our children to be warriors and leaders, to make an impact in this culture for the kingdom. Even if your children are adults now, you have impact. You, they can see by the way you live your life, if you have a real authentic relationship with Jesus Christ, share about your walk with them, share about your struggles, share your joys, share your uh, blessings, share your hardships. They need to see a real open, honest relationship. They're always watching you. So even if you don't say something, if they see you get up in the morning and reading your Bible, that speaks loudly to them. My husband says he loves to see when I get up, he knows that I'm going to be at the kitchen table reading my Bible. The children know that every morning I get up and read the Bible. That speaks loudly to them. I'm not saying it to them. I'm doing it. That's modeling it for them. So even if they don't say it out loud, they see what you're doing. 
I want to keep encouraging you, even if you have young adults who are in and out of the home, while you are there, you and with your children, you set the precedence for how the culture is in your environment in your home. Do you pray before dinner? Do you honor God with a prayer of thanksgiving? Do you pray blessings over your children or tell them that you're praying for them? Do, you, do they see you reading the Bible in the morning? Do they see you living it out and talking about it and loving and serving others? All of those things, even if you have young adults and maybe they're not saved yet, they can see your walk and see something different in mom. Something's different in dad. They're doing things very differently. That's a beautiful thing. So I want to keep encouraging you in that. Deuteronomy 6, 6 through 8 says, And these words which I commanded you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children, and you shall talk with them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. If I were to summarize what this verse is, what is, said, what is being said in this verse, we are to have conversations with our children all the time. In home, out and about, in the car, on the way to practice, everywhere is an opportunity to talk and pray with your children and connect with them, encourage them in their walk with the Lord. Proverbs 22, 6 says, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. I love that verse. I love what it says. And I love that I hold on to that hope and to that promise that the, that the children that we are raising up will stay close to the Lord. As parents, our first ministry is to our children. But why is this the ministry that seems to be neglected in the church? As we look to other, quote, quote, more important ministries to serve in. The children that the Lord has entrusted for just a short time to us is the greatest ministry we could ever be given. God's word tells us that it is our job as parents to train up our children in the word of God. God's word is a love letter to all of us. God is telling us about himself and his great love he has for us. First, before we can train up our children, we need to have an intimate time with the Lord Jesus Christ ourselves. We need to be filled up on the word, empowered by the Holy Spirit, that we can then model that to our children. We cannot teach what we do not possess. Having an authentic, intimate relationship with Jesus Christ has been the best way that I've found to share about Jesus with my children. They want us to, to be real with them. They want us to talk honestly with them, not talk down to them. Obviously, it's age appropriate. If you have little ones, obviously, you know, we talk in a way that's appropriate for that age. But I have teenagers and young adults, so I can I talk real with them. I, I'm honest with things that are going on in our lives or our, our struggles or in my life. And we pray together and we talk about it and it gives them opportunity to be transparent and open with us. And we want that openness and that dialogue so that we can then help them through and guide them through whatever it is that they might be going through. Or if they're having a hardship, we can pray about it and we can talk about it. The enemy loves to isolate. He loves to have us think that we shouldn't share, share our issues, our troubles, our um, hardships, anything, our struggles, our things that we're going through, but we're supposed to keep them quiet and not tell anybody. That's one of the biggest deceptions of the enemies. He likes to isolate us and tell us to keep it to ourselves and don't tell anyone. That's the opposite because once we tell someone and bring it to light, the enemy loses its power. He loses its power. So we can pray and then effectively pray against whatever's going on. So I want to encourage you to be transparent in an appropriate manner with your children, whatever age they're at, just being real, not needing to give all the details. Then they see that realness. 
They see that mom and dad don't always have it all together. And that's okay. And here's how God helped me through that. So that's what I've seen as being effective in ministry to young adults, to women, to people, all different ages. Just being real, authentic, sharing my struggles, sharing my hardships, sharing my sins, confessing them, asking for prayer. And I do that. And I share that with my children. Hey, can you pray for me for this? And I pray for them. And we encourage one another. So I just want to encourage you to do that. It's just what I've seen um, that God is showing me through the years of discipleship and discipling people that that has been an effective strategy. So you might say, well, what does this look like practically? So for our family, we make time to have Bible time. I just say Bible time. We usually do this in the morning, but like today it's summer. We did this at like 11 o'clock and that's okay. You can do it whenever, however. You, we, um, you can do it in the car. You can do it, like I said, on the way to sports, wherever it is, you can do it. But usually for us, we're at home. We sit down together. I might share about what God has put on my heart for my personal Bible time with him. Or I might have something that I feel like the Lord has put on my heart that I'm specifically supposed to share with them. This summer, God put on my heart to teach a verse a week. God wanted my children and I to take a verse and ask him what it really means. What does it really say in the, in the Bible? What is God trying to tell us through his word? What is he saying to us? And we look at that verse. We talk about it. We'd apply this verse to our life into different situations that we're in. I asked the children through different days of the week to teach me what the verse means, to have them tell me what the verse means and how do they understand it and then help walk them through that. We've learned five verses so far. We go through our past verses that we've learned and ask how have we seen God use these verses to speak or to guide us. We talk about the importance of why memorizing God's word is important. They can, God's word can never be taken away from you. When you have it hidden in your heart, it helps you not sin against him. Nobody can ever take it away from you. It helps us have it so that when maybe we're praying, we're speaking to others, we just, the Holy Spirit will give it to us because we already have it in our heart. No one can ever take the word from you when you memorize it. That's a beautiful gift. You don't always have to have the physical word of God with you. You can have it hidden in your heart. Uh, then after we talk about that and why that was important, then we take prayer requests and we pray together. I also have taught them about Ephesians 6. We do this daily. We put the armor on daily. We take that seriously. We've seen the enemy work. We've seen God work. We've seen the Holy Spirit uh, move in mighty ways, but we know that we're in a spiritual battle. And I teach my children how to fight. So every morning, like getting breakfast or getting dressed, we put on the armor of God every day. We know that the battle that we have and that we have is one that we do not see physically, but it's one that's spiritual. It's one that our physical eyes can't see, but it's one that is behind the scenes with our spiritual eyes. They need to be battle ready. I need to be battle ready. I teach our children how to do this, how to walk in the victory that Jesus died to give them. So this is what it looks like for us to have our intentional sit-down Bible time together in the morning. The children are also encouraged to have their own time with the Lord. I encourage them to make their faith their own because this isn't mom's faith. This isn't dad's faith. This is your faith, the children's faith. They have to learn how to walk that out themselves and learn that Discipline to be able to have time in the word, prayer, worship. They have their own personal time with the Lord. It's not my relationship, but theirs. So they got to make it their own and they have to grow in their walk. 
I'm really thankful that one of the other gifts that I have to disciple the children is to be able to homeschool. When we homeschool, we've been able to have be afforded with time, time. It gives us time, time to invest in our children in whatever they're going through or experiencing. As long as we have Bible time in the morning, I know that our day is complete. Everything else, if it's academic, that's a bonus. Most important in our day is our Bible time together and discipling our children. Then we get to the other academics. And even if we didn't, because something happened in that day or someone's having a hard time, stopping what I'm doing and I'm going to be with my child. I'm going to be praying with them. I'm in their room. I'm talking to them. I'm listening. I'm comforting. We're going through the word. We're applying it. We're living it out. This is, I'm just so thankful for that because I just remember when my daughter Abigail was diagnosed type one, it took basically almost two years straight. My time was almost fully devoted in between the other children, but mostly her and was walking through, um, almost dying often, <laughs> uh, unconscious, uh, uh, physically having issues that affects your emotions, your spiritual affects everything affects the house. And for those two years, my time and life was kind of devoted to that. In between, we sprinkled in other things and what we could. But my life was devoted to helping her through that and helping our children through that. And um, that's a blessing of homeschool. It afforded us that time to do that. So um, as we've been able to talk about those things and having that time, uh, it's just such a gift. I've been able to see a ripple effect that the importance of discipleship has been in our children. My husband and I have seen the impact of time with them and how God is using them to impact so many others for the kingdom. We're raising up warriors and leaders like I mentioned earlier. I encourage my children to be influencers, not the influence. To use the platform that God gives them for his honor and for his glory. Parents, I want to encourage you to take time to engage and train up your children. That is something that God, when we trust us with our children, we're held accountable for. How did you use the time that I've given you with your children? How have you used it? And if you're just hearing this for the first time or the concepts for the first time, guess what? Or you have young adults, you still have time. Like I mentioned earlier in the podcast on how you live your life. Maybe how you are with the grandkids. That makes a difference. Now you have some different children to impact and disciple. We need to be equipping our children they live in this evil and perverse generation like we do. We need to equip them to be warriors for Jesus Christ, light bearers, leaders for the kingdom. We need to equip them at home before we send them out into the world for the day. They need to have their armor on and they need to be battle ready so they can walk in the victory that Jesus died to give them. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank you and praise you, Jesus Christ, for who you are. I thank you for being our Lord, our rock, our refuge, our strength, and our strong tower. I thank you, Jesus, for being our great teacher. Lord Jesus, you're our salvation. You're everything to us, Jesus. We thank you, Father God, that you lead us. You say in Matthew that we are to make disciples, Lord Jesus. We are to make disciples. That is the great commission. And if we have children, our first ministry is to our children. So, Father God, I pray that we would take that seriously, Lord Jesus. I pray that we would learn from your word, that we would train our children, that we would talk about you in a day. It would be part of the rhythm of the day, that you are a part of our day, Lord Jesus. You're not the last thought of the day. You're a part of our every day. You're intermingled into everything that we do, Jesus. Where we sit, where we talk, where we walk, where we drive, where we go, whatever we do, if we're eating, whatever it is, you're intertwined in our day. 
because you're everything to us, Jesus. You're the center of our lives. Lord God, please forgive us when we have not done what you've asked us to do. Thank you, Jesus, that it's never too late. Thank you, Jesus, that we can, you can use the time that we still have, that we can make an impact on our children or our grandchildren, Jesus. Thank you, Father God, for that opportunity to do that. Thank you, Jesus, for your word that gives us life and encouragement, discernment, and wisdom. Father God, we thank you for what you've done for us on the cross. We thank you, Jesus, for taking all the sins of mankind upon yourself, the sinless one. You were tortured, you were whipped, you were killed and beaten, Lord Jesus, for sinners like us. Jesus, then you died. Then we know three days later, you came back to life again, doing something that no one else has ever done. You are alive and a living God that gives us and offers all of us a free life of eternity with you. Jesus, I pray by the sound of my voice, if anybody is hearing this today, Lord Jesus, and does not have a personal relationship with you, Jesus, I pray today that they will put their faith and trust in you, Jesus Christ, and say, Lord, I want you as my Lord and Savior. I put my trust in you. I believe what you've done for me on the cross. Come into my life. I surrender my all to you. Be Lord of my life. We thank you and praise you, God, for everything. We thank you for this podcast, Jesus. We thank you for your faithfulness in our lives, God. You are so good to us, Jesus. We thank you and praise you for all things. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. It is my prayer that you come to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and that you would be encouraged in your walk with him. May we stand on the solid rock of Jesus Christ. Until next time.